Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. We're back, bitches. He might not have a job, but my goal is going to be Mr. Mom. It's not going to be kicked back and laid back and watching television and playing PlayStations. And that's not happening. Let's get ready to rumble! 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, we come at you live. 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen Pen. How are you doing today? I am good. How are you? I'm doing good. We had a lot of rain and it's just like, it was such a downer. But as soon as I got home, I don't know what happened. I guess it's because it's it's 90 day fiance time. My mood just exactly. changed. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's been raining on and off all day here. And, you know, and the good thing is, but I did find some great coupon finds. So, yes. Everyone will find out about that on Wednesday. Awesome. And also, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in again on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And we're recapping um, episode six of season seven of 90 Fiance. We're on episode six, and this episode was called Premature Departure. I can't believe it. Already episode six. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's really because they're really kind of giving us like two episodes in one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's still two hours, guys. I don't know how you're still feeling about it. Um, so far, your take of the season, we're ep- six episodes in. What are you thinking? Are we going to get to the good stuff? You think they're I'm kinda... hoping that we're getting to the good stuff because it seems like we were gaining some momentum and then like, then all of a sudden this week, no Annie and Robert. No shot it be popping. I was like, wait a minute, what happened to my favorite rabbit holing couple? Like, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna hear it today, guys, because Annie and Robert was not on this weekend, but they definitely weren't. I was like, what? So yeah. <laughs> But we definitely got to see uh, Tanya and Sinjin, um, a little bit of Tanya's mom, Blake's family with Jasmine, um, Sasha, Emily, and baby David. Oh my god, I'm so obsessed with little David. Oh, I can't Yes, get over you it. are. Guys, she is so obsessed. <laughs> All I kept getting pictures of, you would have thought David was her baby, because I kept getting pictures in my inbox of baby David last night during the episode. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I was like, I want a baby because he's so chubby. <laughs> he is. He's super chubby. Like, what are they feeding that kid? I have no idea. Um, probably Russian cabbage rolls with, I don't know, extra meat. Obviously. <laughs> it's like, what? She did not convince me that that kid is like only six months. He's got to be a good year old and somebody's not telling me. Especially when she picks him up, I'm just like, holy yeah, crap! It's like you got a two-year body. <laughs> yes. I kind of don't blame Sasha for like, oh, you got to play with. It. I wouldn't want to play with him either. He's kind of hobby, <laughs> but he's so 
cute. And then when they were when they were sitting, because they had to do like the Russian superstition thing uh, to calm down the spirits. Um, it took two people to sit him up. That was the most hilarious thing. I was dying. I was like, oh, but he's so cute. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is super weird. <laughs> um, we even got to see uh, Michael and Angela. Yes, we got to see Michael and Angela. Michael and Angela, baby, her sexy Nigerian. Yep, and obviously we can't forget Juliana and Michael. <laughs> yes, Juliana and Michael, who we actually find something very interesting about this week, Juliana. Oh my God, who would have thought? Yeah, so I don't, okay. I'm going to be very honest, guys. Like, Juliana was never my favorite cast member. Like, I didn't have anything against her. It was just, like, she's still kind of giving me green card alert vibes. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, she's got a pretty big secret that she revealed this, this, uh, and I and and the funny thing is I don't think it was a secret too much to Michael. It was just a secret to the rest of us. Oh yeah, I know because Michael. It seems like Michael knows everything, and um, I was just like, oh my god, that's okay, all right then. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, yeah. So that and let's see who else. Uh, Jasmine and Blake are in for a rude awakening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah about that who okay so where do we start let's <laughs> let's let's get this ball rolling because this has been nuts um let's see let's talk about why don't we just get into tanya and sinjin because you know they were kind of short and brief yeah they were short and brief yeah. So, as we know, Tanya wants to be the witch doctor of Greenwich, Connecticut, um, or the witch doctor for the whole state. I'm not sure what she, she just wants to be a witch doctor. So she's going away for this intensive herbal course on how to do natural, natural medicine. And she's going away for 30 days, guys. Now, remember, they only have 90 days to get married. She's going away for 30 out of those 90 days. And they've only been together, like, what, a week, a week and a half? Mm, not even. Well, for us, it seems like not even because we're watching them once a week. But, um, right. uh, yeah, probably like a week and a half, safe to say. Yeah, so she's doing this. And then here's the kick in the butt. Because he's on a visa, he actually cannot leave the United States. So he can't go with her. He can't go with her. And now he's being left with his soon to be mother-in-law alone. Yeah. With a list of chores. That was funny. She was like, he is not going to be one of those grown people in my house, laying about smoking weed and playing PlayStation. I don't know what was with everyone in the playing PlayStation today. 
Like, what was that? Everybody was like playing PlayStation. Okay. Maybe it's like the stereotype of what they assume or, you know, what every man, boy, teenager, boy does, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So, first of all, they live in a shed. Like, where is he getting a PlayStation? Yeah, and can we can we talk about Tanya's mom kind of feeling like I gave up my she shed, like this was my place to do tanning. Like I was just like, wait, what? Um, I was kind of like, okay, I feel like she's really missing out on her she shed because you know Tanya decides to move in there and say, hey mom, I'm bringing in Sinjin. Um, can I use your she shed? Yeah. So here's the question, like, okay, I'm I'm really curious, are there no rooms in the house? Well, I feel like there is, and she probably doesn't wanna want them in there, kind of like the Blake and Jasmine. Who wants to hear your kid probably the next door going at it like a bunny rabbit? Right, right, right. So it's like there's this weird thing. But yeah, the whole she shed, mom is missing her she shed. And mom pulls no punches. Like she has no hair on her thumb. None whatsoever. So yeah, it's just super duper like, oh. And and Tanya's getting ready to go on her trip. She's folding everything and Sinjin's bringing her her, her um, suitcase. The funny thing was, I was getting ready to say maleta. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Suitcase. And she, so they're talking and they're talking about how much they make these weird noises when they're leaving in the airport. Oh, because they're crying. And it's disturbing to the other people around them. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know about that it's like what yeah i wasn't too sure about that either but you know what i found out i found out of i found the perfect um sound for tanya's laugh okay what is it <laughs> yeah that definitely fits tanya's laugh that <laughs> definitely fits tanya's laugh I mean, it's so crazy the the amount of things that are going on in this little tiny shed. Like, there's a whole life going on in there. Um, <laughs> and Tanya is not the easiest person to get along with. No, and even when uh, Sinjin was just like, you know, she, they were discussing about the list of chores that he has to do, and she's just like, well. Um, mom and I are both alike and we want things done in a particular way and he kind of does like the half of a eye roll and she's just like that was a hard eye roll he's supposed to be getting ready to be your husband not your son like I I don't get it I don't get it either um I don't know what's there is rumors out there that um, they're not together, but right. apparently there's been pictures going around of the whole entire cast filming the tell-all, 
and we see them obviously in pictures together and also tom posing with um remember guys and tom brooks is yes back tom at the is po- is hugging sinjin i don't know that picture just really creeps me out yeah it was really creepy i don't know what tom was trying to do um it, it was just like no this is not happening i ain't feeling this not at all not at all mm-hmm. um i'm trying to see what else i wrote here oh so yeah sinjin ends up um oh of course he asked permission for mom if he's able to use the car and she's like yeah that's no problem you got to be really responsible yada yada um we see them getting all packed up she's she's they're at the airport and they're literally like crying both of them because mm-hmm. she's leaving he's gonna be alone who knows how this this is gonna play out um obviously it's emotional when uh, your other half leaves but not as this quickly where you've spent a week and a half with them and all of a sudden see you later i'm going to costa rica Mm-hmm. um but you know i don't know about this relationship there's a lot of rumors going around i kind of believe yeah, there it. are there are a, little, a lot of rumors but remember she did tell him guys that she was going to have a baby with or without him yeah which was kind of freaky to me because i'm just like really 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 okay well, I don't know much to say about this couple, to be honest. It was pretty short and sweet. Mom misses the she shed. I think that was like the biggest thing. And mom's leaving him with a list of chores. Right. So that's like really crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like done with this couple. What about you? I'm done too. I, we're ready to move on. <laughs> okay. So who are we moving on to next? All right, I gotta say this. We have to talk about little David because there wasn't much about them either, besides little David stealing the show. Yeah, little David is adorable, little chunky monkey. He's super cute. They finally, Sasha and Emily, finally get their clearance to go to America. Mm-hmm. And Emily is super happy. She's like laid down all these ground rules about how you have to interact with the baby and you know all this great stuff, but it seems like she hasn't thought about the really important things. And what I mean by that is like it just hits her all of a sudden, like, hey, I'm gonna have to find a job again. Uh, <laughs> you didn't think about this. <laughs> So yeah, she has to, she finally like reality sinks in and she realizes she has to find a job again and they're packing like 24 hours before they're supposed to leave. And here we go with another case of micromanaging because she's like, you're packing like, like you're not planning on staying. (laughs) And he's got this face, you know, the, the face only Sasha can give because it's not quite a smirk but it's I don't know what it is it's weird and he's playing with adorable baby David on the bed so yeah they have 24 hours to pack up and then 
they're packed and we like kind of I don't know it was like it blinked and then it went to the next day when they were supposed to be leaving and they're ready to go well at least Emily is ready to go and then she finds out about this Russian tradition (laughs) which I thought it was pretty funny Yeah, guys, the Russian tradition. So apparently you have to sit down before you go on a trip so that you don't upset anything in the house. And they're like all sitting there on the bed, just sitting there doing nothing. Grandma's like trying to absorb as much of baby David's essence as she possibly can because she looks like, you know... I have to hold you. <laughs> but it looks like she's like, I can't hold you long enough, my child. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, Emily's like, after like three minutes of this, she's like, okay, yeah, we got to go. I got to get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so... They're leaving, and all of a sudden, now, I guess, really, now, reality kind of starts setting in for, I would say, just Sasha, but Emily starts getting really emotional in the ride to the airport as well. Yeah. And it's like, you know, taking him from his home, and, you know, baby David not being able to see his paternal grandparents. But yeah, she's she breaks down and Sasha starts crying and they get to the airport and there of course are the super long hugs because he's leaving home. What I think is essentially for the first time ever. You know, not that he's lived with his parents, but in other words, he's leaving his country for the first time ever. Yeah, he is. And you can really see a a lot of emotions. And um, even for Emily, I feel like she's just been doing a lot because, you know, we've heard that Sasha's been working like almost 17 hours and only sleeps for five. And, um, you know, he's just like chilling, cool, you know, we're leaving. It's my day off, I guess. And let her do all the work. And she's been taking care of the baby. She's been taking care of herself, trying to pack her whole entire life into a suitcase to go back to the United States and Sasha's just sitting there like hey cool yeah high five David high five woo and that's it yeah it's super weird like they have this weird thing so then they they finally say their goodbyes after like hugging and crying and crying and hugging and hugging and crying because Emily's afraid they're going to miss the plane and then they get on the plane and we get to see you know we get to see them next week because Emily tells Sasha like you know you can't just keep working out and not not paying attention to the baby so yeah 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 um what I wanted to mention too is um his parents obviously are 
very strong in a sense where mom doesn't really cry. Mom's just like, you know what, son, this is your opportunity. And his dad too, his dad kind of like got emotional a little bit, but not too much. But it was just one of those things where, you know, you need to hold it together. This was your dream. This is what you wanted. This is a place that you're going to better than what we have here. And, um, you know, he was trying to kind of remind him, like, this is why you're leaving. Like, besides obviously being with Emily and wanting to marry her, like he says, um, but also it's more like you're leaving out of this country for a better one in America. And he does have dreams of opening up a gym, but who knows? He might as well open up a business of like, you know, let me get women knocked up and have spread my seed all over the place because... Who knows about this couple? Who really knows? He's been married yeah. twice, going to marry the third time, has his third kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we will see how their, how their journey progresses in the United States. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have nothing else to add, to be honest. No, they, they were pretty short and sweet. Yeah, but little David stole my heart. I was just like, oh, my God. yes yes little david is adorable (laughs) but he's got sasha's eyebrows though (laughs) yes he does he definitely does have (laughs) sasha's eyebrows (laughs) oh boy who do you want to talk about next because we've got Blake and Jasmine uh Michael and Angela Michael Juliana and Anna and Marcel uh let's go with Blake and Jasmine because they were they even though they got the shock of a lifetime like they're pretty short and sweet as well. Yep. Let's do it. So guys, Blake and Jasmine finally arrived to Blake's parents' house. And they're getting settled in and he starts showing her the room and then mom has a side interview and says we really need to talk to Blake and Jasmine because we discussed this and there are some things we need to say so we find that Blake's stepfather comes home from work early to talk to Blake and Jasmine And for whatever reason, they didn't realize that Blake and Jasmine had had planned on staying there together, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. shacking up, as (laughs) mom put it. And this is not what they believe in. If they want to stay there together, they have to get married. So it's like, you know, and the funny thing was, I thought they were going to tell Jasmine she had to leave. No, they told Blake that he had to go stay with his brother. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, you know, Blake, you can stay here. But Jasmine, if you got a relative, because we know her sister lives apparently 10 minutes away. 10 minutes away. So I'm like, okay, wow. (laughs) So... Yeah, and they said, you know, that Blake can come by and visit, and Jasmine's more than welcome to stay as long as she wants to, but they cannot stay there together as long as they're not married. And 
Jasmine actually took it as Blake wasn't standing up for her. Oh, stupid. So I don't, I mean, guys, I really didn't get this because to me, his parents were just saying what they believed. And if that's their belief, then why are you knocking it? They didn't, they didn't say anything really rude. They didn't tell her she had to go. They just said that, believe it or not, Blake had to be the one to leave and that they just couldn't sleep there together unless until they got married. And I want to throw this in here before we keep going. I did not like when Jasmine said that, that Blake had to stand up for her. Like, what was there to stand up? Like, That's what I didn't get. It didn't make sense to me. That's what they believe in. That's what they believe in. You're under their roof. You need to respect that. Right. Um. Emily had to respect the fact that they had to sit down and settle down the, the spirits before leaving. If she did it. She thought, obviously, you could, by the looks of her face, she was like, oh, great, we're going to be late. Um, yeah, because she said another Russian thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she has to respect it. She did, regardless of the fact she's like, oh, great. You know, like the way you said it was perfect. <laughs> Uh, but with Jasmine, like, come on, man. Like, what? what is he going to say? Like, I have to stay here? Like he said in his side interview? No, he can't. And he, it looks right. like he does respect his mom a lot. Right. And I mean, the thing is, you want these people to like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't come in fighting a fight that's not really a fight. You're absolutely right. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, she she's like totally like, oh, you didn't stand up for me and this and that and I don't understand. But yeah, it's it's fine, guys. Like that's they're they're very strict Christians and that's their belief. So what's the problem? Yeah, it's true. It is true. What is the problem? Um, I'm surprised he didn't suggest her going to her sister's house, but also too, we've seen her and her sister not really have a bond. They're kind of like when she got picked up from the airport, she was just like, hi, hi. And then he's like all excited that she's here. And then when they leave, it's like, okay, I'll call you when I come back from New York. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, they don't, they don't, I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah, it, it was really weird. Um, what else was there that I thought of Jasmine? Because I didn't really write too much. The only thing I kind of put here in my notes um, was Jasmine's not very happy with the situation. And yeah, she's not. Did Blake, okay, this was one of the questions I had. Did Blake really not know? Or do you think that mom and dad kind of was just like, there was probably misunderstanding on our part. And, you know, um, do you think they're trying to, I felt like they were kind of brushing it kind of, Oh shoot, we didn't tell them or what's going on. Like, should we tell them now? I I thought it was kind of weird. It was very strange, but it was like, I think Blake told them because there's no way you could have planned a conversation do you understand? Like, there's no way to plan a conversation 
to have a conversation with someone about something if you don't know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think they were trying to play the the diplomatic role about it and just be like, you know, it was maybe it was a misunderstanding on our part, mm-hmm. but you know, but they had to know because I mean, no one's running home on their lunch hour to have a conversation about something they don't know about. Yeah. So yeah, they had to know something. So then it's just Blake who's just like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, it just looks it looks really weird. It, it was really just weird. kind of yeah, it was so weird that I was just like, wait, does not make sense? Are they just making this up it now? Doesn't, it and, doesn't it doesn't make sense at all. And are you are you trying to make up that there was a air quote misunderstanding? <laughs> yeah, like what? Yeah. So yeah, guys, no. Well, I got nothing else to say about Blake and Jasmine. Yeah. They were pretty, they were pretty, like I said, they were pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think we should talk about Michael and Juliana. Oh, yes. Michael and Juliana. <laughs> so they're getting ready to get married. Um, they visit a wedding planner. Yeah. Um, and this wedding planner, she was just like in Greenwich. We get Greenwich, all yeah. sorts of people with obviously she's basically telling us with money, uh, people who've been divorced, um, not really not too many first time marriages. Uh, we're dealing with a lot yeah, of money. Okay. Greenwich, <laughs> Connecticut. Okay, Greenwich, Connecticut is like the United States version of the national home of the sugar daddy. there are there are plenty of rich old men with young wives (laughs) i'm not saying i'm not saying that they're all that way i'm just saying that there are a good amount of them A good amount of them, all right. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they we find out that not only is this not Michael's first go-around, we find out that this is not Juliana's first go-around. Were you shocked by this? I was shocked because I never thought ever she would ever because of her age to have a arranged marriage. So it got me thinking and I was just like, I really feel bad for her. At the beginning, I was just like, oh my God, you know, she's playing a good game. Like she needs to get out of where she's at to pursue her career as a model and yada, yada. And you know, whatever. So unfortunately, some people have to do what they have to do to get out. At the end of the day, that's unfortunate what it is. right? Right. But I was I was shocked. I was just like, "What? An arranged marriage? What did you think of it?" I was I was quite shocked too. It was like, "Wait a minute. She was married when she was 19?" That's super young. And and I I I actually felt bad because it wasn't so much that it was arranged, but the way it was arranged, like in other words, she was she wasn't going to be blessed if she didn't marry this guy. Like, who says that? <laughs> 
yeah who really says that and that's just so wrong that i was just like oh god no that's very manipulative yeah that's very manipulative on the part of any parent or grandparent that does that because it's just like so yeah but you know what i give her kudos because you know um we hear a lot of this where the wives um because you know obviously they're married at that point that they have no control they just right right sometimes can't even get divorced because they're being threatened by other people within the family or outside of the family whatever it is or even by their own spouses so i have to really give her a lot of credit for to her to be able kind of just like you know what i'm getting a divorce i'm getting out of this relationship so i have to commend her on that yeah, but it seems like he, th- her first time around was like Robert's favorite way to get married, you know, sign the papers, just them two, and then some lunch. Yeah, and he paid so, for it. Which he was not happy about because lunch was expensive. Yeah, that is true. But hey, it's your wedding day. You got to spend a little bit more on lunch. Just a little. Bit. Yeah, just a little. Just a little. Not too crazy. Not like $14,000 to feed people. <laughs> exactly. So they are they are at this wedding planner, and the wedding planner just starts running down fees. <laughs> like seriously running down fees. Our fee is 10000 And then with, you know, this, it's 15000 and with everything you're looking at, you're looking at approximately fifty to a hundred thousand. And that was the first time I think I've seen Juliana jump. Yeah. Because it wasn't a big, but she she was visibly shaken by the amount of money that was coming out of this woman's mouth. Yeah. It it's it's shocking. Even for me, I was just like, Are you kidding me? I spent like twelve, eight eight thousand dollars American on my wedding yeah but you also don't live in the home of the sugar daddy so yeah yeah then that's the other thing right (laughs) home of the sugar daddies you get expensive weddings yeah they're very expensive weddings in greenwich very expensive weddings in greenwich so it's like you know because they're talking they're not even talking a hundred people at this wedding like they're talking about a wedding with 40 guests yeah some good food and some good wine like you said and the funny thing is they're having this at their house mm-hmm. um they're not really inviting her family because okay i'm see okay i really have to ask you what did you think of this because all of a sudden Remember when they when they first introduced this couple and she was like, yeah, this is my way of I'll be able to get extra support for my family. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's become they want too much. And I can't say that they don't, but she kind of gave, I mean... You bought a car on a credit card so someone can use it as a taxi. Mm-hmm. He paid for hearing aids for her sister. Mm-hmm. So it's like you gave them this ideology and then all of a sudden it's like, well, they want too much. 
I don't think it's that they wanted too much. It's that you gave them the idea that he was just going to be able to send money home for them all the time. So yeah. What did so what did you think of that? Like what did you think of her her response? Not even his response because his response was genuine, of course, because mm-hmm. it's his money. But I mean her response. And he's all he's also like you can really hear him really like very genuine well we want to help as much as we can but not all the time which obviously makes sense right right um and the reference that he used of you know what we're paying in flowers for one flower it's someone's groceries for a month so i was kind of when she said that I was kind of a bit confused because it's like what you said. She mentioned that she wanted to help her family, but then all of a sudden we're seeing her when she's actually in America. Well, you know, I can't show them the house because they can get jealous and they can get upset because I can't provide all of this for them. I wish I could. I wish I could provide for my family and friends. And then again, it's like, um, what was the other incident that, oh, this is where I come from. And if I show them too much and I choose not to, because, you know, they're going to feel like they're going to feel like, okay, so when are you going to send this money? She's like making it seem that right. they always keep asking for money. And then this comment that she makes now that she won't invite them to the wedding because they can't, but also it's more of this is going to be so much. And when they see all of it, it's going to be a lot for them. Right. Right. And, and they're going to be, yeah. And they're going to be, um, asking him for money whatever she said and along those lines i was kind of like wait a second so before coming to america you're in this mindset of, i want to help i want to help i want to help but then right. now she's in america it's like maybe i want this all for myself so she went from helping to maybe right. i want a piece of this maybe i actually don't right. want to help him as much and i rather just keep it for myself because i'm marrying this man who loves me and i really don't know if she loves him to be honest i can't figure it out um, I really don't know, honestly, that's my opinion, but you know, all of a sudden it's changed where I can't show them what we have. Like this house is so big, like right. we live in the master bedroom, uh, master bathroom size of an, of a house in, in where she, where she's coming from. Right. And I don't know. I was just like, I, I honestly got the feeling of she just wants it for herself and kind of just send a little bit here and there. Like, but with Michael, it's different. It's like, we would love to help them. Right. And so it's like, I'm, I'm a bit thrown off by her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, she jumped at the amount. And she's like, you know, we could have thrown several weddings for the amount. They want to pay for this one fancy wedding. Yeah. You know, so we will see. We will see if Juliana gets her beautiful white and pink wedding we'll see exactly how it turns out because we do know that they get married guys we just don't know the specifics of the wedding that's true we don't know the specifics of the wedding we know they did get married um but um what did you think about that comment that she made like about the whole family situation wanting michael's money all of a sudden I don't, I, I really just thought, like, I, I, I agree with what you said. In other words, it's almost like 
all of a sudden it's become a, well, I have to maintain me. But in other words, did you here? And here's the question. Did she come to America so her family could have the opportunity or did she come to America because she really loves Michael? Mm-hmm. Which that's, is a tough one. Making, yeah. That's what's making me question with all of this because it originally started out. Yeah. I want to help my family and blah, blah, blah. But now it's, you know, I, I need to make sure I take care of me. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll see how this plays out because, like we said earlier, guys, um, they are married. They did get married, but uh, we'll right. see what happens leading up to it. Anything else to add about uh, Michael and Juliana? Oh, yes, we're forgetting the biggest thing. Yeah. So the ex-wife arrives, dropping off some bag, huge bag of dog food, and the one dog, which I believe they share because right, they have custody. They have shared custody of the dog. There we go. (laughs) And she was just on her way here to drop that off, and on her way to pick up Max, um, and also drop something (laughs) off for Max. And um, we also okay. She talks about the wedding and how you know he's he's explaining you know we just need to find an officiant because it's super last minute it's going to be really hard, and she actually offers. Well, I if, if something happens last minute, I can ordain the wedding. Now Juliana thinks this whole relationship is super weird um, because they're super close, and a little bit of her heart is jealous. And um, she does not like the idea of her doing that. But tell me your thoughts about it. I I wouldn't want... Okay, I'll be very honest. I wouldn't want my husband's ex-wife, you know, officiating my wedding. No, you don't want like, that extra spice at the wedding? Yeah, there's no extra spice. We are not going for... <laughs> super spicy hot wing right now i am i i am the only hot wing in this show right now (laughs) so yeah no i i i kind of feel her on that i couldn't i couldn't i'd be like listen we're in greenwich can't you call someone don't you know a friend that's a judge or a or a lawyer or something or a politician or a local leader or something. Yeah. Like doesn't, doesn't he have the hookups? Get the guy from the jeweler to do it. Yeah. Like, come on. There are so many people that you probably know that can officiate your wedding that are not your ex-wife. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was kind of okay at the beginning I was like that's really nice of her but then I was kind of thinking maybe she's like pulling a uh you know evil move I don't know yeah. um but maybe she's pulling a Veronica oh my god <laughs> how could we forget about Veronica everybody <laughs> maybe she's pulling a Veronica so, yeah no I didn't uh-uh. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, uh, and then they start talking about something oh, that yeah. 
Juliana's never heard of, as she calls it, a prenush. Yep. Because, of course, Michael's ex has asks, well, did you guys sign a prenup? And he has to explain to Juliana, this is, if anything should ever happen, that we get divorced, it's protecting me. No, I'm going to say it. Julie, uh, uh, Michael's ex at that point is covering her behind. What she wants to make sure is that Juliana doesn't get anything more if they divorce than she did. I'm calling it like I see it. Yeah. What did you think about that? I completely agree with you. She's just trying to wash her hands and kind of be like, well, at least Mac and, Max and Cece will be taken care of, and that's what it matters to me. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Max and Cece. <laughs> don't forget about the dog, Miss Ex-Wife, which I forgot her name. Yeah, I don't remember what her name is. But it seems as though hmm, social media is hinting at the fact that Michael's ex-wife got remarried too. Yes, I saw that, guys. Social media, the power of the internet when it comes to your favorite shows and getting the scoop in the dirt. I was kind of like, what? Yes, so the hint is that the ex-wife got remarried. Um, I'm not sure about the new husband, um, but they seem to be pretty happy in the in the wedding photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Max and Cece have two new sets of parents, which is <laughs> like super strange. But yeah, they have two new sets of parents, and everybody seems to be happy and getting along. Yeah, I noticed that, and I felt it was kind of, you know, neutral, kind of keep it civil. Um, But also, in the back of my mind, I hear (laughs) the ex-wife laughing her way through, and um, I know for Juliana, it's it's different, but hey, here in the Americas, when I say Americas, I'm including Canada and the U.S., um, it's it's starting to be a normal thing. It's like modern yeah. family, right? Where you're dating, um, uh, what's her name? Oh my God. <laughs> Not Sophia, Gloria and, um, Jay. They're obviously Gloria is the same age of, um, Claire. And you know, it's, it's pretty crazy that you're, well, I'm going to say air quotes. Your stepmother is the same age as you. Yeah, this is pretty this is pretty normal now. So But it's the normal thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She just has to adapt to it. Yeah. So I say good luck to the both of them. For sure. Definitely. And I hope they have some good wine and some good food, like Michael says. Yeah. Okay, like Michael, you have to tell us what this wine company is that you own so that we can like taste this wine. Oh, I would love that. Especially when um, I'm planning to come and see you in the new year. Mm. Yeah. Like we need to go and find out about this wine. Cause actually, yeah, we could take a trip to Greenwich. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I would love that. So, but don't forget the pink limo. 
Oh my gosh, I am not doing a pink limo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not doing the pink limo. I am not doing the sweet 16 limo. <laughs> not doing the sweet 16 limo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anything else more to say about this couple? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah, I'm good too. Yeah, so, the only the only thing is that next week um it's going to be pretty emotional because mm-hmm. um uh, Juliana they go see a mediator about the, the prenup and it doesn't look too good. So we're going to have to wait until next week for that. Right. That's true. So, who are we going to talk about next? We're down to two couples, Anna and Marcel. And, of course, we got Angela and Michael. Well, I think we should go with the woman that calls herself the best (laughs) G-mama. Oh, my gosh, guys. Yes, Angela and Michael are back. And I cannot believe it. They are back. And, um, oh, my gosh. So So we first see her at the esthetician. And for those (laughs) of you that don't know what an esthetician is, an esthetician is a dermatologist who really just like cares about plastic surgery and all of this great stuff. And she's going to get Botox for her sexy Nigerian. (laughs) But can I say the producers did a good job adding all this background music to it. I was like, they did a good job. That was funny. That was funny. So we see Angela getting (laughs) this Botox, but she is screaming because she has a fear of needles. Why in the world would you agree to have something done where they have to put needles all over your face if you she have just, a fear of needles? She just wants to look younger. <laughs> she wants to look younger for her her sexy Nigerian. <laughs> um I, I found that so hysterical last night. I was like, oh my gosh. I can't believe she said that. So we find out that Angela officially is 53. <laughs> with her 53 one years egg. young. <laughs> yeah, with her one egg. So she wants to be Photoshop ready, guys. She wants to be Photoshopped without the Photoshop. So, yeah, and she brings her friend along who's like, she has to do this, but she has to look natural. She has to look natural. So they're holding her hand, and there are words that I cannot repeat that are coming out of Angela's mouth, along with the sound effects and the music. It's absolutely hilarious because she's screaming and yelling about how she hates Michael. You would have thought she was giving birth. She's giving birth. (laughs) She's giving birth to the Botox that's getting injected. So she's like screaming and going through all this. 
And she's saying, basically, she's doing this for Michael, Mr. Michael. And Michael, she's, then we cut to her, actually, um, I was getting ready to get ahead of myself. We cut to her playing with her grandkids because let's not forget, Angela, um, and, yeah, Angela is the grandmother or G-mama to six beautiful grandchildren. Yep. And we find out that not only is Angela living there, but her mother is living there and Skyla's living there. Yeah, I was living in there. I was like, wow. And she's taking care of everyone. Yeah. So it's just like she's she's um taking care of everyone and it's just kind of really crazy because now she expects that Michael is going to take an active role and help her take care of these six beautiful grandbabies because he's not going to be sitting home playing no PlayStation. (laughs) I'm telling you, this episode should have been called no PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. So yeah. She's, you know, but Michael doesn't really realize this yet, and he's actually getting ready for his interview. He is. He he's sounds getting super ready confident. for his interview, and in typical Angela fashion, <laughs> she threatens Michael. You better not do anything to mess this up, <laughs> because it's either visa or see ya. Yeah, the K done. So yes, if he does not get this K one visa, they are done for, guys. But I'll be very honest. We have heard this from Angela time and time again. I know. I'm so done. I'm so done with Michael. (laughs) Yeah, we've heard this story. It's like the remix right now. It really is. She says the same thing. I love her introduction. She's like. My name is Angela, and I'm 53 years old, young. <laughs> she started laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who's your favorite Mima? Mima. <laughs> so cute though that part. I gotta give it to them. <laughs> they are. She has adorable grandbabies. That she was has so adorable cute. grandbabies. <laughs> um so we we really get to see angela in this way of okay she's at home first of all because we only see her going to nigeria and uh having a ball of a time and Mm -hmm. um we we actually get to fully see her in her own house in her own element Mm -hmm. um despite of what we've seen in previous season we get we see a different side of her um but obviously we don't support what she did last time but uh, damn 
Um, I wonder what's it going to be like when this poor Michael comes here. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot, and I don't think she's going to put up with it because, you know, it, we really, I, who, who would have thought that she was supporting everybody in the family? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, like I get the grandchildren and the mom, like, I get it. But, but Skyla? Yeah, like I thought she was on her own already, and or living yeah. with her in-laws if she, if they're still together or whatever it is, you know. Um, but holy crap, everyone is in that house. It's funny how we see her in the red Mazda convertible to just a, a SUV. I don't know where she's got that red convertible. Um, she looked good in it because, you know, my name is Angela. I'm 53 years young. And, uh, <laughs> where is it? I don't but, know. I don't know. I but was you gonna... can't, you can't put six grandkids in a, in a red convertible. No, you can't. You need like the, um, what's that? Busby family, the quintuplets. Oh, you need oh one of those fans. <laughs> She'll be riding it there. The wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> Good old Angela. Um, we see her talk to Michael, not to screw it up. But then now we see Michael's side of the story, which was right. really neat because, you know, we haven't seen Michael in a while. We want to see what he's up to, what is up with Michael. And this is what I find interesting. We see him meeting up with a group of people who used to live in America and decided yeah. to move to Largo's Nigeria and basically kind of giving him the heads up. And I was kind of like, eek, what are you doing? Oh my God, Michael, yeah. you're not supposed to go out. You're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to meet new people. And I was just like, does Angela know about this? And especially with as many women were at the table yeah and i was just like are these women one single are they just you know moving back with their families or friends whatever it is because one of them is a couple um right the other ones the other two we don't know we don't really know and this conversation was kind of like i don't know so apparently the guy which i forgot his name ended up reaching out to michael i think through social media and i guess i'm pretty sure he found out he was on the show like come on um, and I guess they talked and they, they, you know, he knows that he's going to America and they started to hang out. So I'm surprised how Angela, probably Angela doesn't even know, who knows? She's probably finding out now, like the right. way we found out. But this whole conversation was kind of like scary because they really were like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm here with my fiance and, uh, spite of her age she's very agile and she moves around a lot and she's a hard worker and everyone's kind of like wait a second back it up how old is she and he's just like 53 years old and everyone's like what right right and i was just like okay is this the appropriate people to even hang out with because exactly they were kind of like Bruh. What are you doing? <laughs> hmm You can't find somebody your own age? Bruh. Like, you know, <laughs> I was kind of like, oh my God, this poor Michael. Bruh. And it, they talked about IVF. She can't have a kid. 
you want a kid because it's a Nigerian thing. And when you get to America, he's like, I just want to work. I want to work because I can't depend on my dad, uh, on my, on my dad, on my fiance. And, you know, uh, we love each other so much. And I want to have a child because I want to spread my blood not line and yada, yada. And I was just but like, has, yeah. But the question that I have is, has Angela explained to him that he can't work for at least the first year, year and a half? Bruh. No. <laughs> Because he was like, so like, yeah, I'm going to get to America and I'm going to get a job and blah, blah, and gung-ho and. <laughs> I don't think she's had. Um, and this kind of group of people were kind of really giving him. It's so expensive to do when he, as soon as he said, oh, we're going to do IVF. And it's like, oh, <gasps> yeah, just first round. <laughs> okay, guys, like the first round of IVF. And this is like before you before you find anything viable is like $10,000. Yeah, it's a lot this of money. Hormones and stuff, that's $10,000. And that's not even the price of like the hormones. That's the blanket price of treatment. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh my gosh. Everyone was so shocked. I was just like, how is he going to react? What is he going to say to Angela? I just felt this whole conversation was kind of like beating him down. Like, first of all, what are you doing with a 53 year old? Um, the second thing was, um, do you know how expensive IVF is? Do you not know that you won't be able to get a job? And, um, it was just one thing after another, after another, right, like, how could right. you, like, what are you thinking of? And what is your goal to be in America? And, we kind of do see him really show his love for Angela. At this point, right. he has no choice because how are you going to prove that you're in love with somebody? Because like Angela says, he needs to really, he had to search, he had to pull up a history of social media, of pictures and everything for this, for this visa uh, interview. So I kind of felt bad for him, but sometimes he does need to know what's happening because what did Angela tell him? Like, oh, you're just going to come to America and you're going to start working around the house and be Mr. Mom? Yeah, she hasn't told him that she has plans on him being Mr. Mom. Yeah. Like, she has not told him that. So it's like, oh. Yeah, poor Michael. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, but they were actually giving him the realness that I feel that Angela hasn't given him. Yeah. So... We get to see what happens next week. For sure. And their reaction of him saying, well, we're going to persuade her daughter to give us an egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say what? Yeah, that's so not happening. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to add with Angela and Michael? Because they're no. back. I just want to see what happens now because you know Angela is a card. Mm-hmm. She's a firecracker. Very yeah. agile. <laughs> so we are on to our last couple, guys. Yeah. Anna and Marcel. <laughs> So, yes, the beekeepers are back with the boys that throw the best palm tree shade ever, ever, ever. 
Um, and it just seems like the boys are really, they don't care what their mom says. They're not feeling it, but I can't blame them. I mean, really, can you blame them? I cannot blame them. They're, you know what? She needs to be lucky that these boys, all three of them, are expressing their concern, how they're feeling about this whole crazy situation. Because exactly. all she really cares about is Marcel, 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 Marcel. So, okay. They're doing this, and all of a sudden, they are going to try on tuxes guys oh man the scene kills me so i mean was it me or when marcel was sitting there with standing there with her oldest son like you could have cut that tension with a knife oh man i was like oh my gosh like what is going on and he like he really understands that her oldest son does not really care for him. But I think that's with the, all the everything is better in Turkey and, you know, hiding the children. And I mean, yeah. it's just a lot for them to take. It's too much. It's and way he, too much. Yeah. And he clearly keeps saying he wants Anna without her boys literally he's just saying it and so it's like you know i mean the middle one got like kind of snippy and said well i wouldn't mind if you went to turkey but i mean come on it's it's just it's just too much and marcel is trying to have a conversation with her oldest son and he's just not having it he's not having it you know he he's asking him like what's going on why don't you like me and he's like i don't like you you know and he's like well if you want me to leave then i'll leave and i think to me that response of is it that easy was just like i wanted to cry like that hurt my feelings mm-hmm. and it wasn't me like that hurt and here is here is the thing is like i don't know if her sons are genuine like that particular instance is basically because he doesn't want anyone to take his mom or if he's still feeling the residuals of what was said or it could be a little bit of both because it was just like dude why would you say that what just why would you say that is it that easy (sighs) i just because you know what he's he's expressed enough about how he feels and he's kind of just out at the point like if you're not listening to me how i feel then i'm just pushing you over the edge with him as well and it's it's really ugly at this point because yeah it is very ugly at this point it i i totally agree i totally agree yeah because he's really hurting like it's like no i don't want you i don't like you um for you to ask me that that's the option that i want and it's gonna be yeah go back let's not have this wedding so like 
my question is, what's up with the boy's father? We don't know anything yet. So we don't know anything about the boy's father. And I really honestly have to say this. I really hope this isn't one of those things where, and we've seen it with 90 days in the past, where all of a sudden the ex shows up <laughs> three quarters of the way throughout the, the season. season and has to give this tell. No, they're lying. I was never a circus clown that ran over a horse. I don't know. It's super weird. And then they want to tell this truth and they find bloggers and podcasters to tell their story to. And now we're all trying to figure out what's true and what's not. It's just, you know, so I really hope that we don't end up with another situation like that. Yeah. That's usually what we end up with. Mm -hmm. You know, no, you don't know me. My name is Don Coffee and I am the boy's father and I'm going to tell you the truth that Anna never told you. You know, it's really, <laughs> it gets really crazy. So yeah, I, I'm just hoping there's not any of that. Well, if any of the ex-spouses would love to talk, we would, we're open ears and we would love yeah. to, we would love to uh, um, hear all about um, what happened. So, hey. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, t- like, tell your story now. Like, let's get the truth now. Yeah, we're six episodes in, and if you're, like, itching to tell somebody, the Coupon Queen Pin and I, we are open ears. We are open ears. Don't sit up there and, like, ruin everything for us and now try to make our fairy tale no longer a fairy tale because I'm going to be very upset and I'm going to have to hit you with some magical pixie dust. <laughs> <laughs> and hey you know what we have a new app called the uh it's still in the works the tree of love the money tree of love there we go i forgot the first one money tree tree of love is definitely in the works guys we need to talk about this because some for some reason it doesn't seem to be working out we we need maybe we need some pre-consultation to find out like what is it that it feels like you cannot find this American or Canadian mate? Yeah. What's going on? Like, is it you? Is it them? Have you been scarred? Is it that you've been in too many bad instances? Or do you just like feel like people from another country are exotic? Like there are people like that, that feel like, you know, different country exotic. It's really cool. So we need to find out, we need to find out, we're not promising to help you find your soulmate. We are promising to help you find someone good. For sure. Exactly. That's our mission statement right there. That is our mission. I'm glad it's, this is a recording because now I can put it into words. Yes. So... But guys, oh my gosh. I mean, what did you think of this episode? <sighs> you know what? Um, it wasn't so bad. I can say some parts were very boring. So I don't I don't watch it right at 8 o'clock. This is what I do, guys, because I hate commercials and commercials can really drag it on. I let it record for 40 minutes and then I start playing it so I can fast forward. And by the time 11 o'clock comes, I've done the whole episode. Um, but overall, I feel like it's, it's getting pretty slow for me. I don't know. I feel like, why is I it so know. boring? I know, I know. 
So we're hoping for the pickup, guys. We're hoping to get the bombshells coming with you guys for this. Yeah, because it seems like everyone's pretty straightforward. They're doing kind of weird things like, you know, Sinjin and Tanya, like, hey, you know, I know you just got here, but I've got a business meeting. It's going to take me 30 days. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... <laughs> And hey, you know what? You can't find anybody to do your wedding. I'll do your wedding. So what? I'm your ex, but you'll get the best wedding ever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we are going to see where this goes and how it works, guys. Yeah, for sure. And the one thing I want to mention is... Anna, Anna, you got a real winner. Come on down. Yes, yes, Because yes. I'm not even sure that Marcel's in it for the green card. No, he wants Anna. Anna. He Anna. Wants Anna. He wants Anna. He's, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the Turkish E.T. <laughs> Anna Elliot. So yeah. So last last season we had you know Tunisian Yoda. If anyone's forgotten Ziad, you know. Yes, yes, perfect. I am man Arabic. <laughs> and now we have <laughs> the Turkish, <laughs> the Turkish Et. You know. I want Anna. Anna. Elia. Anna in Turkey. Anna in Turkey. <laughs> I listen to Turkey music. I love to see him dance. It is the most hilarious thing ever. He gives me life. So, yeah, guys. Tell us what you thought of this episode. Tell us if you think that they're not getting fast enough. Are they losing you? Are you waiting to see more? Yeah, for real. I really want to know what everyone's thinking uh, so far with this season because, man, sometimes I'm like, oh, I could be watching another show right now because it's yeah, really that slow. Man. So, yeah. But, guys, it has been real. Yeah. I it's... can see what's going on next week. Oh, for sure. And, guys, if you haven't heard, the Coupon Queen, Ben and I, are collaborating again. Huge announcement. Yes, we actually have a project in the works because you know that 13 Reasons Why we did our season finale mm. last Friday. So... We came up with another collaboration, guys. We're calling it Shower and Karaoke. Yay! So we get to pick three songs where we're looking at three music videos for the first time ever. Because we're not really big music video people. Even though we may know the song, we may have never seen the music video. Yeah. So we're kind of big audiophiles. Our genres vary all the time. Mm-hmm. So, we're picking these songs, we're going to get into this, and then we're going to figure, is it shower-worthy or karaoke-worthy? Mm-hmm. And guess what, guys? Here's the kicker. 
you get to hear Angelica sing. <laughs> oh, God. You get to hear Angelica sing. She surprised me. She's actually learned the words to a song that she heard for the first time. And I was <laughs> sitting there in the supermarket like, oh, my gosh. Wait, oh wait. Gosh. You were at the supermarket? I was at the supermarket. No. And the super, thing, the, 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 the super thing about it was that I'm sitting there and I'm like standing next to the juice. And I'm like screaming like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh she's got this song and like people are looking at me and I know they have no idea what I'm talking about because <laughs> my, my headset is in my ear so but yeah I was at the supermarket looking like a nut bag <laughs> I'm glad the earbuds were in your ear <laughs> you kind of scared so, me yeah. there yeah so it was super funny it was super funny I loved it though so you get to hear Angelica sing and do her thing so yeah this is gonna be super great kc if you need a background singer i'm available yeah kc hit up angelica she's got (laughs) bars for days (laughs) guys we're so excited to start this uh new collaboration um because obviously we can't get enough of each other we need a we once 13 reasons why ended we were kind of like our brains have been working over time to figure out what we're gonna do what we were gonna do like what are we gonna do another show where we gonna (laughs) so yeah this is it shower shower and karaoke so we figure out is it shower worthy or karaoke worthy yeah and you can even suggest songs guys you can even Mm -hmm. say you know what do you know this song? Um, and we will watch the video and tell you what we think about the video. Yeah, and for sure. We'll tell you what we think of the song. Is it shower worthy or karaoke worthy? Yeah, guys. And we are releasing the episodes every Friday because why not have a fun segment to lead you into your weekends? Because sometimes we need it. Yeah, let's have fun. I, mm-hmm. I think there's, I don't think we have enough fun sometimes. Like there's always so much, no, but I'm serious. Like there's always so much to do. There's always some sort of responsibility to take care of. So let's have fun. Let's enjoy it. Let's be light and just tell us what your pick is. No, for sure. Definitely. I'm so excited for this, guys. I can't wait to, for you guys to hear out the first episode. It's coming out this week on Friday. It drops on midnight, and I'm excited for all of you to hear it. So all our international listeners, you'll get a head start from the episode. And I know everyone this side of the world will hear it once they wake up um, and start And the cool day. thing about this is, guess what? To so all our international listeners... You can suggest a song, too. Uh-huh. You can suggest a song, too. So I do have to admit, I, I am a bit of a Bollywood fanatic um, and have been for a while. So, yeah, like, I love music of different nationalities, different languages. I love it all. So, yeah, you guys can definitely suggest something that has a video and we will watch it yeah for sure and um if i have to learn the language i will just to make you guys laugh because 
um, we started preparing for this episode and it's been, it's been crazy because um, we really wanted you guys to hear the clip of the songs um, because there's so many songs. We have different uh, playlists and also it, it's one of those things where you kind of like, oh, I don't remember that song from 1957. So we wanted right. to give you a little small clip of it and I sing over the, 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 uh, the music or with them. I don't know how you want to describe it, but you'll, you'll hear it. And we figured it was great so you guys can actually um, hear what the song is about that we get right into uh, talking about the music video. And um, the one thing, um, it's, we just wanted to have fun. Yeah, so we, just to be very clear, none of this is our music. So we will not be claiming any of this as our music. Um, and we will let you know whose music, what bands, what artists. For sure. And everything, you know, so yes. Yeah, for sure. No, 100%. 100%. None of this is our music. This is just our favorite songs that we've grown up listening to from back in the day to current to a couple of years yeah. back. Um, but we're open to suggestions like the Coupon Queen pin said, and obviously in different languages. Sometimes, you know, I listen to Spanish music. I've listened to Italian music, you know, yeah. and... Uh, you know, it would be fascinating to, you know, compare the music videos because I honestly don't watch music videos. I really don't. So this was... Neither this- do I. So it's like, yeah, we'll see what's up. And of course, guys, you can... The Coupon Queen pin is going to set up a Spotify playlist. So yeah. this way, if you're interested in one of the songs that we reviewed or you suggested or someone else suggested, it will be in the Spotify playlist. Um, give us some time to get this started um we're hoping to get it done by this week once we release that episode but if you'll get it next week so give us some time because we've got so much happening in the next coming weeks but we are so dedicated to our listeners so we're doing whatever we can and working a little bit of overtime to kind of get this all set up for you and remember guys with the spotify playlist because we're only reviewing a few songs per episode it will be updated weekly. So yeah. only those songs for that episode that just aired will be on that week's playlist. Exactly. So it, and it's going to be a continuing playlist. So yeah. definitely stay tuned. For sure. A hundred percent. So I'm excited. The coupon queen pin and I will pick one of each and then a third one will come together. And guess what guys, because it's December and it's the holiday season, we've got some Christmas songs coming your way and yeah I'm excited for this I am I'm super excited I am super excited Woo! we're ready yes yeah so guys we gotta wrap this up but thank you so much for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me and joining me is my co-host the coupon queen pin from cqp moments podcast everything's going to be in the show notes if you want to get in contact with the coupon queen pin and if you're excited for shower or karaoke make sure you're using the hashtag shower or karaoke because we want to look we want to see what you're doing share the episode if you're interested um we, we love what you guys are doing by letting your friends know about 90 day fiance we really appreciate yes. all the support on both ends on both of our podcasts and uh, it really means a lot to us so thank you guys so much for tuning in once again thank you to all our listeners out there from all across the world yeah. and 
yeah, that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. Thanks for listening and stay tuned on a new episode on a little bit of everything with me. Thank you.